Oh, do you want to do the disclaimer first? We can say that when we actually start that part. I don't know why I, I... put it there. <laughs> Warning! <laughs> <laughs> Quick disclaimer, like, if you love following people, like, go for it, girlfriend. But on Poshmark, it might be a little bit of a waste of time. Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who recently joined the Poshmark app and are getting started on our reselling journey. We will be sharing our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress as we turn our hobby into profits. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. Today, we will be talking about what are good uses of time on Poshmark versus, in our opinion, what is a waste of time? There's so many things like that go into a Poshmark business. There's so many things to do in the app itself. So we're going to kind of go through what we think is worth your time and what, if you had to skip something, is skippable. Yes. I think when we both first joined the Poshmark app, there's a lot going on when you first join. There's like people following you. There's people like messaging you. There's sharing your listings, other people's listings. There's like the news feed. There's the parties. Very hard to navigate when you're new. So I think this would be advice for what we think is worth it and where we think not as worth it. <laughs> so before we get into all of that, what's new this week for you? Well, I'm back in Phoenix. I know if you listened to last week's episode, we did our throwback because we didn't have a new episode that we recorded since we've been a little bit busy. But one of the things I was doing was I was at, at in my friend's wedding. A little bit of a posh update is I did <laughs> already list my bridesmaid dress on Poshmark. So if you're in the market <laughs> for a dusty blue bridesmaid dress, you might want to check out my closet at Shop Taylor J. Love um, it. <laughs> but jokes aside, we also just wanted to remind people, like, if you have dresses that you've worn to events, weddings you were in, or even as a wedding guest, get those listed on Poshmark because you're probably not going to wear them again and you had to buy them anyway. So get them listed. Some of our most profitable sales have been from bridesmaids dresses we've sold from other weddings we've been in. Um, I know Maddie and I were going to be going to a family wedding coming up here soon and we've already kind of discussed like obviously we're going to sell those dresses that we wear to the wedding after <laughs> and maybe we might we were even both were kind of looking as far as what to wear to the wedding on Poshmark so I feel like Poshmark has totally like changed the way we think about what we're going to wear to events and and yeah like a specialty the way we shop. like one-off something that you're not going to wear a lot yeah like, like it kind of I think in the past both of us are a little more cheap I would say so for like weddings and events that we're attending sometimes we would just wear like the same dress you know pull something from your closet but with Poshmark now it's like you kind of can wear something new every time and still do it in a sustainable shopping secondhand way that saves you money and when you're done with the event you can sell it back something yeah I'm so mind. curious the dress I got for the wedding we have coming up I got on Posh and then 
I'm hoping to resell it and like honestly even like recoup some of the money like I'm not even trying to like turn a profit but like what if I turned a profit on it that would be awesome (laughs) I know or like on the flip side too um for this wedding I was in for the rehearsal dinner I wasn't really sure what to wear and instead of instead of buying something on Poshmark, which I definitely could have done, I actually just shopped my own Poshmark closet and borrowed something. So the dress I wore was like this free people blue midi dress that I bought at Plato's Closet, I think, for like $11. And now I got to wear it to my friends, needed to wear something to the rehearsal dinner that was a little dressier, you know? Yeah. And it's still for sale in my closet. And when it sells, I'll make a profit on it. Plus I got to use it for this event. So that was really cool. And then also one of the times I was thrifting earlier in June, I found this like white lace kind of like T length midi dress that was new with tags. And I looked up the brand and it was originally selling for like $150 on the the website. And I snapped a picture of it to my friend that was getting married to be like, Hey, like, do you have like outfits for like your rehearsal dinner or you know bridal shower and she wanted to wear it so she wore it to the rehearsal dinner too so we were both wearing items that are thrifted I guess which was kind of cool wow that's amazing you can use the pictures as the the cover photos (laughs) (laughs) I know I was like felt so happy to help I felt like a personal stylist (laughs) yeah one less thing for her to do so I know. And I was like, definitely like, don't feel pressure. Like if you don't like it, if you, even if you try it on and decide against it, like, no, whatever, like that's totally fine. But when I showed up to the rehearsal dinner and she had it on, I was like, I'm so honored. (laughs) So did you like send it to her in advance or like, how did that work? Yeah. So I was actually back in town for her bachelorette party a few weeks ago. So I just brought it back with me for that trip. Hand delivered. Hand delivered. (laughs) Saved the shipping. (laughs) Yeah, so that was awesome. A little bit of Poshmark. I think once you're a reseller, it kind of just changes the way you think about everything, you know? So yeah, cool to see, cool to see. What is new with you this week? So I went back to Plato's Closet last weekend after a little bit of a hiatus and I have been kind of frustrated with the jeans there to be completely honest like (laughs) in the past like jeans has been like a top selling item like we talked about it last time that's where we make a lot of our sales is jeans but sometimes the Plato's closet has them listed a little too high and it's just kind of Mm. frustrating to like go through all the racks and then come up with nothing so I've been avoiding the jeans section recently which has been very weird for me but it's been a fun change of pace to more focus on like shirts and shorts and stuff Mm -hmm. but I went and I was like I'm just gonna look at the jeans because you never know sometimes they might not mark it up and stuff like that so I did end up finding a decent amount I left with nine things and all of them except one were like bottoms so definitely successful yeah that's amazing that way what were some of the brands that you found in the jeans so I found a couple Madewells that they I don't know if they just got missed or something but they were not crazy marked up so I got a couple of those some free people pants I got another pair of those Revice denim. Oh, yeah. I had a pair like a long time ago and they were like 
they're still my most liked item ever. Yeah. They were like a good flip for me. So I saw that. I'm getting it. I don't care what the price tag says. Like I'm I'm getting it. I just they're so cool. Yeah. But yeah, so definitely had some success there. Another item I found was they had like a section of like workout sets of like a top and bottom that like match. Yeah. And I saw it on the end. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's for sure outdoor voices. Like I can just tell from afar. And they, they like don't know that brand at mine at least (laughs) because they never have it marked up. And it was like a super cute sports bra and leggings set, pastel pink set. And then, so I was really excited about that. And then I was like, wait, this kind of looks familiar. And a couple weeks ago, I had picked up a sports bra from like, it's the same collection as the set that I found. So I have two sports bras and the leggings that all like go together. So I had a lot of fun this weekend listing them all in like different combinations of like, you can get all three, you can get the sports bras together, you can get just the leggings, you can get the leggings in one of them. You know what I mean? Of like all That's a really good idea. I went to thought of doing combos like that. And I think I have a set listed that I just have it together yeah but that makes a lot of sense that's a really good tip to split them up and like especially if you have like three different pieces to like combine them and they're all the same size too which worked out so Mm -hmm. I'm excited about that they've gotten a lot of interest and I've noticed like if someone likes like the sports bra then a little while later they'll like like the sports bra and the leggings and like nobody's bought them yet okay so like maybe (laughs) I don't know but but they'll sell that's a popular brand yeah so I'm excited about those as well and then I I guess I found two things that were tops technically so two out of the nine I found this like dolls kill faux leather trench coat that's like bright orange and it's just so not something I would like ever. I know I'm like that does not sound like <laughs> at all okay. branching Even, out I know so I got it I looked it up and I was like oh this like seems like a like a good idea and they didn't have it marked up at all so I was like this I want to take a risk let's do this and even when I was like at the checkout I just that checkout person was probably like oh my gosh like you're never gonna wear this but like, it's totally not you <laughs> <laughs> like I'm getting Madewell jeans and then like this bright one like it just like didn't Dolls Kill is anything. like a very specific style I feel like yeah so I'm really excited about that I'm I saw a couple, like, I saw one exactly of the same one that sold for a good price. And it's gotten a lot of interest so far. So <laughs> to be continued, maybe, I'm, maybe I'll branch out yeah. more with my style. Keep, <laughs> it post- just, like, Keep us posted. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <Bounces>. I know. <laughs> it's like hard. I think sometimes like with some, some items that have a high resale value, but they're not your style. You're like, who's going to buy this? Like, yeah. Uh, that's why it's important to check comps and sometimes it's worth going outside your style, right? Yeah, for sure. So that was really fun to get back into the jeans and kind of take some risks at Play-Doh's this week. While we were talking there, quick update, but I just sold a Lulu's bridesmaid dress. So Wait, what? <laughs> literally like right now randomly. Oh my god. <laughs> it wasn't one that it wasn't one that I've ever worn 
personally to a oh, wedding, but yeah, those are happening you... now. Everyone's yeah, everyone's on but... the lookout. So if you have yeah, bridesmaid you find... dresses, I feel like if I whenever I find like a Lulu's bridesmaid dress, I pretty much always buy it because they yeah. always sell. I feel like that's a popular uh, brand that people use now, and I find them a lot of times new with tags at the thrift store still. So definitely Me worth too. checking out. I remember I came to texas last november just to visit like before we lived here and i went to the salvation army here which as you know is besides plato's is like my fave here and Mm -hmm. i found two lulu's like bridesmaid dresses new with tags and i was like well i'll just get one of them like i don't know and i just know this because no isn't that so funny though when you like talk yourself out of something at the thrift store like that but then it's like if you would have found them at two different trips you probably would have got both of them yeah I know and I'm like why did I do You're that like, I but can't it, get two <laughs> it ended up selling like before I got home it was oh. like one of the first things to sell like I listed it while I was in Texas and yeah. then like before I got back to Chicago it already sold yeah I feel like that's a brand that a lot of brides use for dresses and it's like yeah if I was a bridesmaid and I could find a new tags one on Poshmark for a good deal you already know oh, it's the yeah. right color and style like yeah um, it's very easy to find the stock photos typically, so it's a no-brainer. Yeah, definitely. So that brings us to our next segment, one of our new segments, which is our Posh News Update. Each week, we will give you guys an update on what's going on in the Poshmark app, any new features, anything like that, or in the reseller community. So headline on Posh this week, they updated and added new items for sale to the Posh Fixings Closet. Yes. From what we know, the Poshmark Fixings Closet is like Poshmark merch that you can buy for yourself. So sometimes they have like Poshmark shirts or like pop sockets or like stickers that you can put on your packages or like stickers that you could put on like your laptop, any kind of like Poshmark official merch. And they tend to drop like a new shipment of it. Collection. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They're always like dropping soon, coming soon, like hyping it up. And then people like go nuts for this. Like every time it sells out very quickly. Like I haven't ever like tried to like Get a specific item where I'm like waiting. Refreshing for those pop sockets. (laughs) (laughs) Add to cart. It's like when the Kylie lip kits first came out and you had to like buy them that day or like you're out of luck. (laughs) (laughs) Same thing. We're always kind of like, we're a little two minutes too late on this whole up, this whole news update because I, I swear it just dropped like two days ago and everything's already gone. So I guess just that's word to the wise. Just next time. They're building up, hyping up a new drop. Just pay attention if you are trying to snag any of those Poshmark merch items. Um, one time in, I like bought something on Poshmark and they included as like a freebie gift with my like shirt I bought or dress I bought, a Poshmark pop socket. So <laughs> did you use it? Yeah, I put it on my phone. It was back when I still uh, had my full-time job at H&M and it's kind of like a little Easter egg that I was working on something behind the scenes. (laughs) I will be leaving. (laughs) That's funny. So yeah, definitely a good spot if you 
are looking for Poshmark swag. True. And like, I think if you did buy a bunch of like the pop sockets or the stickers, those would be cool things to throw in as a freebie with a purchase. Um, if that's something that you're into doing or as like a gift, like, I mean, for your birthday or something, look, if you have a posture you in your getting... life, I'm thinking yeah. you, I'm thinking Macy, I'm thinking our cousin Shelby, our sister, Chloe, our dad recently actually... made a Poshmark account. <laughs> that might be a good gift or two for Posh Fest. If you want to be having the shirt. True. Represent. I don't know if they're selling shirts right now, but I think they were. They're already gone, though, so sorry about that. They're long gone. (laughs) You got to be early for that, you know? (laughs) Next time. I wonder – this is a little off topic, but I wonder – so obviously, like, other people on Poshmark are selling shirts that they, like, screen print themselves. Like, if they are selling something that says, like, Poshmark girl or something, does Poshmark get mad? Oh, does that take away from the Posh Fixings closet? I don't know. Could they get it? No, I, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> it seems even like the posh fixing closet, fixings closet. No offense, but like the cover photos aren't that great. They're kind of like, oh, really? <laughs> I would say maybe listen to our photography episode that we re-released last week. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I don't know who's in charge of that, but either way, they sell really fast. So get it while it's hot. All right. So that brings us to our listener Q&A. Every week we answer a listener question about reselling on the podcast. But this week we have a special treat, a double feature, if you will, because we are going to be answering two questions. Woohoo! Don't get too excited, though, because we're kind of doing this because we are not going to be doing a goals update this week. Yes. We More decided, on that later. We decided to <laughs> Okay. <laughs> more on that later <laughs> might as well just tell them now july not the goals so are not gonna be met and we decided to just save you the details and we'll start again with august goals of sharing those mm-hmm. so back to the q a the double feature so question number one We had a listener message us on Instagram. She has been listening and loving the new episodes. So she recently listened to our episode all about running a sale. And her question was, do we do anything special with shipping when it comes to running a sale? So for the sales that we ran most recently, which I would consider basically the first sales we've ever really run. (laughs) (laughs) Um... We didn't offer any specific shipping discount as like part of the sale. I think that would be actually a really good idea for a sale. If you were to offer like, I'm going to do all items under this price, $30 with $4.99 shipping, you could do something like that and make it an extra incentive for people to get excited about and shop your sale. For the most recent sales we had, we did not do that. I would say most of the sales were just the regular shipping that the the buyer paid. I think on some bundles, like I had some people bundle where I was doing some of the items at like two for $25 and some people bought like six or eight items as part of the bundle. And for those I was offering, I was just doing like $4.99 shipping with it just as like a extra thank Thank you you. that they were supporting my sale. (laughs) Yeah. The only thing I would say about the shipping piece is 
just to make sure you keep the terms of your sale really simple, just to make it easy for customers to understand. So like you were saying, like two for 25, like if you do like two for 25 plus 499 shipping, if you get three of them, then you get free shipping. If you do, you know what I mean? If you add too many stipulations, then it kind of can get really confusing and muddled. Yeah. One big headline of like, true. I was even thinking you could do a sale that was like, this weekend, I'm doing free shipping on everything. Like, I'm yeah. scared to do that because some of my, like, lower price items, I'm like, I don't know what my profit would be then. But yeah. that would be an idea as opposed to doing, like, a price point sale, how we ran. There's so many different options when it comes to sales, and you're the one that gets to make the rules with it. So, Yeah, definitely. Lots of things to try out. So the second question that we received, I believe on Instagram as well, has yes. to do with bank accounts. So on Poshmark, you can direct deposit or send like a paper check in the mail to yourself of the, the like the money you earn on Poshmark for each sale. The listener is asking if we have like a separate bank account set up just for our Poshmark where that money would go into and then maybe we would pay when we're at the thrift store pay out of that bank account. So like everything's just running through one bank account rather than in your like normal bank account that would have like your personal checking. Yeah. So what do you do? Yes. So when I was part-time, no, I did not have a separate bank account. And then since March, when I went full-time on Poshmark, I've taken a few steps towards having its own checking account, but I haven't fully done anything with it yet. All So I guess all I've done is at my credit union that we bank with, you can open like as many checking accounts, I guess, as you want. So I opened a second checking account that's like attached to my personal checking account. And then they mailed me like a debit card for that account. And I think like that is something I am interested in like doing because it is kind of confusing when it's like with your personal checking and like tracking all your expenses. I think if I had my own account where like all my earnings were being deposited and then I was able to like use that debit card to pay for like shipping supplies or when I'm sourcing, use that card just to keep it all really clean in one account. I think that would help, especially when it came to like tax time of like keeping track of everything. All my like charges would be in that account and that would help me kind of make See sure. If you missed any yeah. like, expenses when you have like your spreadsheet. You can compare the spreadsheet to the bank account. Then. Yeah. And then, and then try to like pull those receipts to go with it. Yeah. Like I said, all I've, the only progress I've made is I have the checking account and I have the debit card, but like right now on Poshmark, I still have it set up where it direct deposits into my regular checking account. So I haven't really done anything with it. Yeah. I, I don't use a separate bank account for mine either. I've just really like, haven't really seen the need for it just since we Poshmark tracks all of your sales for you. And then we on our own in a spreadsheet, track our expenses and keep Mm -hmm. all of our receipts. So like, to me, it's just uh, I, would be an added step, but yeah, I think like when else. it's a when it's more of like a side hustle too, it's kind of like you're just making extra income. You know what I mean? It's more just like side hustle, earning a little extra. You don't really need a full separate bank account for it. No, not something you need to have. If it's like in something that you want, I don't think it would hurt, but it's not something that is critical. I would say. Yeah. I think like where it would be beneficial to have the separate account, which is kind of why I opened it is especially now that it's like full-time for me, I really want to make sure that like 
obviously we have our reports. We like track our expenses. We're like making sure everything's like profitable, but if it's in a separate account, like you really like, it can't not be profitable at that point because um, yeah, like the you can't cash overspend. Ha- the cash yeah. flow has to be positive. Yeah. Um, It'd be a good way to like check in with yourself every month without having to like run any extra reports. Right. Cause you can just check that account and be like, Oh, <laughs> or like, oh, we're doing pretty good. You know what I mean? You can kind of yeah. do that. And it keeps it really separate. It would keep it separate if like down the line, um, you kind of want to like pay yourself a set amount, then you could just like transfer it over from that account yeah. s- like two times a month or whatever you'd want to do there. Or if you wanted to give yourself a certain budget for sourcing, spending, yeah, 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 where you could be like, anything over this amount I'll transfer to my normal bank account and the rest I'll leave for the next time I go sourcing. So a lot of different ways you could do it. Something to keep in mind. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So the main event, like we discussed at the beginning of the episode, we're going to be talking about good uses of time versus what we think of as waste of time on. For lack of a better term. (laughs) Obviously, if one of the things that we think is a waste of time is your favorite part of Poshmark and something you really like doing, keep doing it. Like, it's supposed to be fun and, you know, everyone's different, but there's definitely a few items that we've noticed on Poshmark haven't really helped our sales. And at the end of the day, that's kind of the main (laughs) thing we care about. So... Those are the items that we kind of think are not as worth your time. And then there's a few items that really help our sales that we've maybe harped on a little bit before, but we're going to get back on our soapbox and talk about those since we do think if you have a limited amount of time, those are kind of the best. Yeah. I think like pretty much everything we're going to talk about here, whether it be on the good uses or the waste of time list, ultimately would like help your Poshmark business. But the good uses of your time are what we think are like the best bang for your buck. Yeah. So the first bad use of time we've identified is the parties, the posh parties. Really, everything about them we think is just like not worth your time (laughs) to do. So you might have seen these pop up. They have multiple times a day. You've definitely seen them pop up because every single day you'll get four notifications about the parties for the next day. And especially like when we were new on Poshmark, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I have four new notifications. I'm so excited. And then it was just the four party party. invites. (laughs) So they're like, jean sale, summer fun in the sun sale. Preppy girlfriend. Yeah. (laughs) They're all these like specific categories and during the hours of the party you can share your items to the parties as well as share them to everyone on Poshmark and then sometimes the parties have like certain stipulations so it's like if it's a men's party you can only share men's clothes to the party you can't share like women's clothes or home stuff or kids or whatever we've got this point is to like make it so you could find a lot of items that are similar easily I think is the point of the parties. (laughs) I don't really know. I think so Poshmark, the parties to me just feel like an attempt to get people to spend time in the app. Yeah. By like having, and and, and the one pro side of the parties is 
they use their analytics, I guess, where they they strategically host the parties at like their peak times where they're showing the most traffic in the app. So if anything, maybe like share your closet more around those times, but like true. The actual parties have their own like subculture to them. And for us, they just don't drive selling. But yeah, for each party there's a host, which I believe are just like Poshmark resellers that were like asked by Poshmark or I think they're ambassadors. Yeah. Poshmark to be a host of the party. And each host can have like a host pick. And they'll have like an item or a few items that they've found on Poshmark that fit the criteria of that party. So like men's or whatever. And they like endorse it basically at the party. So we've had this happen before where someone reaches out and they're like, hey, I'm going to use your item as the host pick for the party tomorrow and I remember we were like so excited we're like this is so cool like I'm basically getting an award like I'm honored and then it comes around to the time when the party is and all of a sudden you just get like a ton of notifications yes (laughs) and it's no like I've been the host pick multiple times and then the item doesn't sell like at the party like (laughs) all that happens is you get the notifications with like a lot of emojis that are like congrats on your host pick excellent work love you like heart 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 with arrow through it heart (laughs) eyes heart eyes heart eyes angel emoji angel emoji angel emoji shopping bag shopping 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 cart shopping cart (laughs) credit card credit card and just like a ton of people sharing your items which we'll get to this but when you share someone else's item, it doesn't bring it to the top of the Poshmark search. It just brings it to their feed, which no one is really looking at the feed. So basically it's like doing nothing. It does next to nothing. Yeah. So in the parties, there's the sharing to the parties. There's the hanging out in the parties. There's being a host, being a host pick and the congratulating the host pick aspects. And in our opinion, all of these are just like not worth the time. Everything involving the parties, just disregard. Yeah. That's our official Sister Zuposh statement. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I, I will say, Maddie, I remember, um, I think, so I was on Poshmark maybe like a few weeks before you started. And then you started your own Poshmark closet. And I think in the first like weekend you were on Poshmark, you got a host pick. And this is kind of back when, like, we didn't really under- fully understand what the parties were. And we were, like, both floored. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, this has only happened to me once. Like, you are so lucky. You are nailing it. This is a huge deal. Like, Clear tell everyone. your calendar for the party. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I think it's just one of those things, especially when you're new on Poshmark. This is, like, the prime example of, like, Especially you, you list an item, you start getting all these notifications, people sharing it. You're like, oh my gosh, like this <laughs> is about to be a moneymaker. Um, but yeah, pretty much nothing ever comes from it. And you could go crazy trying to like attend and comment and participate in all these parties. And it's just not worth it. Yeah, definitely. Number two bad use of time on Poshmark is community shares. 
So community shares <laughs> means when you go into someone else's closet on Poshmark and you share their listings. So like Maddie said, there's been a few people on Instagram that have like videos about this. They've done like tests where it proves if, if you share your own item, your own listing, then it will pop up to the top of the just shared. So if people are searching, like, let's say you share a pair of Madewell jeans in your own closet, then if someone's searching Madewell jeans, like it'll show your item first because you most recently shared yours. And shopping by just shared is like one of the most popular way people shop on Poshmark. So you would think if you share someone else's item that you're like doing something really nice and then you're boosting their item to the top of the just shared and people are searching it. You're like helping <laughs> spreading the pot. You feel like you're helping a small business. Yeah. Like sm- shop small. Yeah. If you share someone else's listing, people have like tested it. It does nothing. It does not share to the top of the just shared search, which is the main way 99.9% of people shop on Poshmark. All it does like Maddie said, is share it to the feed, which is like the main homepage of Poshmark. You can scroll on there. You you know, you know, there's a chance someone that follows you happens to see your listing, got shared to the feed, and then they click on it and buy it. But like, it just seems like so slim to none. That just does not seem like the way you're making most of the sales on Poshmark. Yeah. And if you think about it, like, if this was like a different social media app where you could have only like five followers, you know, then being shared to someone else's feed might mean a lot because like you might be at the top of their feed for a long time. But like right before we started this, I was just like testing it and like refreshing my feed. And every time I refreshed, it was something different because it's like on Boshmark, you follow so many people just like, and they're all when sharing their join. own items. Yeah. Yeah. So. so like, it's not like you'll be at the top of the feed even for a long time. So really the community shares of sharing someone else's closet, it really does nothing. I It would I have know. to be it's like sad, such a coincidence. Like, yeah. You see other people like sharing your stuff and it's just like, guys, like stop. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. It doesn't do anything. So. The only thing I think would be good. Yeah. The only thing I think would be good about sharing other people's stuff is let's say someone liked a closet and then you like shared a few things from their closet. Maybe they would like, it would remind them that they like your closet and they would come back or something. But like, I haven't even Mm. really tested that. I don't really know if that would even do anything. (laughs) They're like, why do I know that name? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like those jeans. I'm going to go back and buy them. <laughs> it, it does just, I think, especially when you're new on Poshmark, it's so like flattering seeing other people sharing your items. And that's like one of the most common notifications you do get too is like, these people are sharing all your listings. But yeah, unless they're really liking the item, it usually, I mean, it pretty much never leads to a sale. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like the, it's just confusing because the, Poshmark is trying to be like a social media app and it's like if someone was sharing all of your stuff on like Facebook that would be like whoa I'm like going viral (laughs) yeah exactly but this post is really gaining traction yeah (laughs) wow (laughs) Poshmark people are mostly using to shop so it's just kind of obsolete the one kind of side note with the community shares is Poshmark ambassador so we've talked about this before but it's a program that 
kind of makes you like verified on Poshmark. There's these different steps that you need to complete before you can be a Poshmark ambassador. And once you complete the steps, you get like early access to like Poshmark events, like tickets to those. You can do these like affiliate programs where if you, you do the pro, like if you do like, like a social you, media post talking about, yeah, talking about Poshmark, you get like a $5, $10 Poshmark credit. So there's definitely perks to being a Poshmark ambassador, but one of the, stipulations to getting to that is doing 5,000 community shares so it's kind of like is that even worth it (laughs) we both did it because and I think this is the case for a lot of people you see like oh you want to be a Poshmark ambassador like that's like this big like oh I need to be one to be taken seriously yeah like oh obviously like I gotta do that and all the other steps that you need to take to get to Poshmark Ambassador are like very natural steps. They would happen in time anyway. Yeah. Of like 10 sales, sharing your own closet a certain amount of times. Like these are things obviously like so easy. Having a good shipping time, like love it. But then the boom, community shares 5,000. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Like if you joined Poshmark today, would you be a Poshmark Ambassador and do the 5,000 shares. I don't think I would. I would just put, I don't, I, I don't know. I still might, but I, it wouldn't be like a high priority. Like true. Cause we were like pushing for it. We were doing the community shares. No, like that was like an obsession. <laughs> we were like, we got, well, also it's like, we just wanted to get it over. So it's yeah. like, just go as fast as you can. So I don't know. And with the Poshmark, it's so confusing. Like the Poshmark ambassador too, then you're kind of on a list of, being one of the people that when someone makes a new account, you're already they one get of added their to you. yeah they added get added to your followers list. So, but there's like know. a lot of that does mystery sense. with that. You don't really yeah. know like I don't even know like how many people are like what how they I don't choose think it. I don't think there's any public information about how yeah. that exactly works. But yeah, that's kind of its own thing that could possibly be a waste of time. But we both are Poshmark ambassadors. There are some perks that come along with it. I don't think really anything perks come I don't think it's really gonna make a big difference in your sales for the most part no but really like having those other metrics at the very beginning of like 10 sales this many closet shares of like my own like those did help us like get motivated and like yeah get started kind of getting into everything so I don't know yeah and all the other on that one it definitely (laughs) out i think like the other stuff that you have to do to become a poshmark ambassador even if you never put a focus on it eventually you would hit all the rest of them besides the community shares like without trying so then when it gets down to it it's like all you have left is the community shares you kind of might as well just knock it out but i don't know yeah but community shares in general, I mean, I think both of us, like once you do hit the 5,000 to become the Poshmark ambassador, like don't waste your time doing it anymore. That would be our advice because it doesn't help the person who, whose items you're sharing. And yeah. it kind of just takes up a lot of your own time to continue doing that. So kind of lose-lose. The only purpose we use community shares for still is like, I haven't talked to you in a while and I like happen to go to your closet just because I'm like curious like oh what like what sold recently for you 
and I see something sold that like I knew you'd be really excited about like I'll share that more it's just like yeah it's kind of reminds me of and then you'll know like oh yeah cool like she's like saying good job is like it kind of reminds me of like poking people on Facebook when that used to be a thing (laughs) we're just like nudging them being like hey acknowledging you we do that to each other that's like our that's our only yeah so if you have like a friend that's on Poshmark too you could be like hey um, you know you could do that too but that's really the only it's just kind of like hey I saw that that. (laughs) yeah those are the only ones we've had recently so our third and final bad use of time on Poshmark ties into the last one a bit and it is following other people on Poshmark so it's weird just like Poshmark, again, is trying to be, like, a social media platform where a lot of times on, like, Instagram or, you know, whatever, you could, like, follow more people to try to increase your own following, have that, like, somehow boost Mm -hmm. your numbers, and maybe, like, oh, if I have more followers, then maybe I'll have more sales, and, like, that really isn't the case, (laughs) Because people aren't, like, looking through their followers to, like, find something they want to buy. They're just, like, searching in the search, like, and if they find tank top. And then it's, like, oh, whoever has the one for the best deal or has the, like, most. Right. If the, like, the person listing it has one follower or, like, 20,000 followers. It yeah. Obviously, it's cool to see, like, your number of followers increase as you continue on Poshmark, especially if you're a Poshmark ambassador. Because there's always those new people that are getting added and you're getting added to theirs. How yeah. You, like, you and I, I think mean? some people like have a misconception that it does help because they're they're thinking like they'll follow you, you'll follow them back. They want their yeah. own followers to grow. It, it feels like you should do it, especially because when you check your own notifications, like that is going to be the top notification that you're getting. Of other people following you. Yeah. It's like this person followed you, this person followed you. And it's just people creating an account and then Poshmark automatically when you create an account has like I don't even know like 500 people that they assign to you that you follow and then so if if Taylor happens to be one of those 500 people she gets a notification being like oh Baba just followed me but like they didn't really I mean probably once in a while someone is actually like following you but it's not like it's not as like human, you don't no, know. No, it's definitely probably <laughs> just the, the new users. But I, I mean, yeah. I think there are some people on there that do think this is like a big part of Poshmark. But yeah. the, the thing you need to keep in mind is exactly like the community shares. The only thing that happens when you have followers is, is when you share your items, it goes, you'll appear on their feed then as just sharing your item. But as we already mentioned, no one is shopping in the feed for the most yeah. part. They might scroll through it, but the chance that they're going to even scroll through it and find something you like in your size is just... At the right time, it's just... And people are constantly sharing, so every time you're refreshing, it's something new. It's it's just, they're going to... People are going to shop from you by searching for the item that they're looking for. Yeah. Almost all the time. So that's why this is a waste of time for us, is... It's exciting watching your follower count grow. I mean, I still get excited when mine gets higher and higher, but it literally means nothing on Poshmark. It doesn't, it's not like. It doesn't like equate to more sales or. Because the feed isn't utilized heavily on Poshmark really. So it's kind of like. No. If they change something with that where it's like, you know, they only had the feed or like 
they didn't have the search or something. Maybe yeah. it would mean more, but. Or if you could like only buy things from people you were following, then it would matter. It just doesn't make sense. So definitely not worth your time to go like try to add like a lot of people or something like that, thinking it's going to increase your sales. No, definitely not. We don't think that would be worth the time. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay, so bringing it back to what is a good use of your time so, like, on Poshmark? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been following people. I've been sharing other people's listings. I've been <laughs> hanging to these parties. Like, what? What should I do now? How am I supposed to replace all this time? Listen, nothing we're going to talk about during the good uses of time is going to be revolutionary. This, These are things we talk about probably every episode, but... These are the things that we think do help us drive selling and that we make the most sales from. And, you know, other resellers on Poshmark that we follow and post tips and tricks, like these are the things that everyone agrees make sense. <laughs> so the first one is... Dun, 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 dun. Can you guess? If you guessed, sharing your own listings, <laughs> you are ding, correct. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, so this is not revolutionary. We share our own listings in our closet. At least we try to shoot for like three times a day. This is what brings your items to the top of people's search, which is where, you know, people are looking for a certain item. If you have it in your closet, you want it to be at the top of the search so that they have the best chance of selecting your item and purchasing it from you. Like that is just like the bread and butter of Poshmark. If you only could do one thing, I would say do share your own listings. Yes. Definitely. Um, This also, whenever you share your own listings, that's when you'll get people starting to like your listings too. I feel like the main notifications you get on Poshmark are people following you, people sharing your listings, or people liking your listings. But the people liking your listings are what actually lead to the sales that we make because you want to be accumulating people liking your items. That way, when you send out offers to likers... Or it just gives you that starting point to be able to reach out to people to add items to their bundles. Um, That's where we make all our sales. (laughs) Yes. Can't reiterate that enough. (laughs) Can't reiterate enough. Share your own listings. You just downloaded Poshmark today. Share your own listings. (laughs) (laughs) You could have like the best items, the best photos, best everything. But if you don't share your own listings, then when someone searches for even like so specific, like your exact item, the people that have your exact item also will appear before you if they've shared theirs more recently. So definitely something to you utilize. Yeah, regularly, multiple times a day. <laughs> yes. The second good use of time is closet clear out. So if you haven't heard about Closet Clear Out, check out our recent episode. Just a few ago, we did a deep dive on Closet Clear Out, how to do it, what it is, everything about it. It's a few times a week, and we think it's definitely worth your time to be sending the messages for Closet Clear Out to let people know of what you could drop the item to and that they would get $4.99 shipping for it. It's weird. Like some resellers are just like not into closet. They're not backing it, but we totally, this is a major part of how we make sales every week. The only thing I can think of as to why people wouldn't like it, we decided was if people are just trying to go like when it's a closet clear out day, 
um, like just dropping the price by 10% on like their whole closet and trying to just have that blast out to the people that I liked it. I think the the way we're able to, the, the reason we like closet clear it so much is when we use our method of actually sending people an offer or being like, Hey, it's closet clear out. Like we'll drop the price for you and you'll get this discount. Are you interested? And only dropping the price if they say yes. Yes. Cause I could see it being a headache. If, it, if you were just dropping the price and then nobody buys it and then you drop the price, you know, a couple of times, then it's like, well, now I have to relist it because yeah. it's too low. So Cause then they are almost just kind of doing an offers to liker situation. And it's like the percentage of people kicking back on that is going to be way lower. Plus now you just spent all the time dropping all the yeah. prices. Like I get why that wouldn't add up, but listen to our episode that we posted a couple of weeks ago and try that out. Like we always make sales on closet clear out days of people yeah. saying yes. Yeah. It's rare that we don't. Yeah. The third good use of your time on Poshmark is one we also talk about a lot, copying your listings after 60 days. Um, So that means pulling your inventory report and sorting it by, I think it's automatically already sorted by the amount of days everything's been listed. And once something has been listed for like 61 days, make sure that you are basically relisting that item and deleting the old listing so that it's showing up when people are searching by just in. Yes. And you can do that without having to like remake the whole thing. So if you go to a listing and click edit at the top right corner and then scroll all the way to the bottom, there's like a copy listing feature. The only like weird thing it does is it adds the word copy to the title So you'll just delete that out so it'll look like clean again. And then all of your information, all the pictures, everything will be in there. And you'll just post that one and then go to your old listing and then delete that one so you don't have two of them anymore. Yes. And if you pull up your inventory report and kind of figure out like, okay, these 40 are over the 60 days and figure out where like the stopping point is, then it's pretty quick to just like kind of go through a bunch of them really quickly and get them all updated. Totally. You can even sort your own closet by just in and then scroll to the bottom and then figure out like where it, where it switches to like 59 days and just take note of like, okay, when I get to this pair of Madewell jeans, then I know that I've, I'm up to date and kind of just follow along that way. But the reason why you have to do it like the 60 days or more is you, if you copy the listing before 60 days, it won't show up as just shared. So that's kind of the. I think that was like an update last year, wasn't it? That was big drama last summer because drama. when they when they first did the copy listings, I think if I'm remembering correctly, it did. Like you could just copy your listings yeah. at any time and they show as new. So people were like copying listings like crazy like every like five days so their stuff would always be showing as the just in yeah but Poshmark made it so if you're copying your listing and it hasn't been 60 days that it still will remember that like this is the same item that's been listed like 55 days so there's no point in doing it until past 60 days yes kind of confusing but copy your listings after 60 days (laughs) yes that's something we really try to keep our closets. I mean, we're not perfect by any means, but I mean, you've heard us talk about. We just that. do it in batches every yeah. so often. 
Yeah. And as part of our goals update, like it, it's, it's best to try to have it be up to date. So that's something if you don't have new inventory to list, maybe that's something you should check out as making sure that you don't have anything that's been posted longer because then you could have potential new eyes looking at it. Yes. And we've had really good success with this of like doing the copy listings, translating into sales right away where we'll have an item that has been listed forever. Nobody wants it. You no one's even copy- liking it. You do the copy <laughs> listing on it, you know, late at night, you wake up the next morning and you have a reasonable offer that you can accept. That's happened more often than not when we do these copy listings is like one random item will sell the next day. So, and even the items that don't sell, like you could be like, oh, well, that's one out of 40 or something. But the other 39 items are getting way more likes and like having a better chance of being sold than if we would have just left them behind, you know? Totally. And it's always amazing because it's like you just you just know in your heart if you want to have copied the listing that there's no way it would have sold the next day. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely something to it. And yeah, like you said, it's like if 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 it's been listed for over 60 days and you're continually like sending out offers to the people that have liked it in the past, it's like at this point they're not gonna buy it. So by copying the listing, then it shows up as just in. And you'll get a whole new batch of people looking at it to reach out to. So those are our three best uses of time on Poshmark. If you have limited time, definitely spend it using doing these three items rather than the first three. Again, if you love those first three items. You do you, girl. That's (laughs) just not where we're spending our time to make sales. (laughs) Yeah, I think... Try it out. Use our good uses of time if you haven't already. And maybe just try t- try taking a step back from some of those other things and see if you notice a difference. Maybe yeah, there's so much like mysticalness, I feel like, with Poshmark of like, no, this is like the tried and true way. This works. Um, yeah. So to each their own. But for us, sharing your closet, closet clear out copy listings are like the tried and true. So as we mentioned during the Q&A, we are going to be skipping the goals update this week which we almost never do but we were both adding up our totals for July and just with the summer it's been busy I think we've both had a few days where we haven't shared our closet at all and just really nothing to write home about when it comes to the goals update so we don't (laughs) want to waste anyone's time and we basically just kind of want to reset this next few days until August starts and come back fresh with some goals in August Definitely. We'll spare you the dirty details, but just know we didn't come close to the goals. (laughs) (laughs) I might lower my goal next. (laughs) We're going to come back big in August though. Just you wait. (laughs) Yes. So yeah, no goals update this week, but we'll be back next week with another episode. If you like today's episode, feel free to leave us a five-star rating and review in apple Podcasts. we love reading those yes um we noticed so a couple weeks ago we asked for you guys to leave some more five-star reviews if you feel so inclined and i did see on apple podcast there were a few more so thank you so much that means the world to us coming up future weeks we have some exciting episodes planned we are going to be doing an interview with someone who resells on an app that primarily focuses on kids 
clothing, which is something that we haven't done at all. So if you're someone who is trying to look to get into that realm of reselling, that could be a good episode for you to tune into. Other than that, if you have any feedback or questions or anything, please reach out to us at sisterswhoposh at gmail.com or on Instagram at sisterswhoposh. Awesome. We'll talk to you guys next week. Love you, Tay. Love you too. Bye. Bye. We have a double feature. We're going to be answering two questions. Wait, I thought we were doing three. No, we we can't do three because we don't have that many questions. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Like, it's hard enough doing two because you never know when the next question is going to (laughs) come.